0: Good morning. This is Word Made Flesh, the radio ministry of Neighbors of Hope. We'll share struggles and triumphs, and how through the Word, everyone can experience the loving and healing reality of Christ's compassion. Now here's the Neighbors of Hope Executive Director, Pastor Stephen Palmer, with this week's Word.
1: Well, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Word Made Flesh. How are we doing? Good. 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 All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, What is this? The uh, sixth Sunday of Lent already? Right. When you say it like that, it seems like it's been a long time. Um, maybe part of that is sometimes if we take Lent serious enough and we start looking at the uh, uh, the beauty of our spiritual journey as well as its deficiencies um, over that kind of period, uh, I don't want to say that becomes depressing, but that can become challenging. And so we, we, we like Jesus, uh, you know, he, he practices a lot of patience mm-hmm. uh, on his journey towards the cross, and we need to do likewise. All right, so. Okay. <laughs> so this week we decided to... Uh, kind of step away from our journey. Mark's gospel is Jesus' journey towards the cross. And uh, Mark, you, you proffered a, uh, a scripture text that you thought would be uh, uh, appropriate for today's discussion. So you want to go ahead and cite what that text is and then go ahead and read that for us.
2: I'm going to go to Psalm 118 and read verses 5 through 9. In my anguish I cried to the Lord. He answered by setting me free. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I will look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in
1: princes. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Initial responses. Anything jump out at
2: you? Um, It's... I want to to caution myself and everybody else not to misread, you know, um, verse five, he said, he answered by setting me free. That says, you'll, it's not like, you know, you pray and you said, God, I, I can't do this, you know, I, I need you to take me out of here. He's gonna promise that, you know, if you just ask nicely enough, you know, he'll you, make your life a little easier for you. But, no, um, God is only going to give you as much help as you need um, according to what he thinks. And right, right. And um, what, what that means is setting you, setting you free. It's not setting you free not to have stress. I think it's setting you free to, um, to be able to, as some people like to say, God is most glorified in us when we, when we are faithful in the midst of loss. As opposed to in the midst of prosperity.
1: Look at the cross, right? Yes. Yeah.
2: And I've had no share of my um, of my hurdles and my speed bumps and my walk with Jesus, and um, it's it's like it's all it's simple but not easy. Just to say, Lord, well, um, I can't do this. You have to. One
1: of my favorite lines. Yes. Um, yeah. I can't do this. You must. Right. Um, and isn't that really the challenge for all of us? Um, yeah. I, I think we all can probably relate to moments where things weren't necessarily going our way. All right. Um, it's not even saying our way. They, they, just, they just weren't pleasant. They weren't. They, they were, you know, full of stress. We were distressed, full of anguish. Right. Um, angst. Everything else. We're just. Oh, golly, um, if things could be different. And um, I, think, I think particularly in a time of Lent, if we, if we take just that reality, and rather than looking for liberation from that experience, and step back and say our liberation is actually in the experience. Because mm-hmm. then we identify exactly what's stressing me, what's creating my angst, my anguish, my, my pain. Um can I find my liberation from that reality you know, of awareness? And in doing so, am I not really strengthened? And then I'd sit back and go, kind of what we're saying here, um, what I thought was a curse was actually a blessing all right that sometimes we ask God to liberate us from certain things that uh, why would we ask God to, to free us? from the blessing.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, do we think we're greater than Jesus in the garden? Mm-hmm. Right? So we're finally it's not my will but your will. So, it's like,
2: how do you how do you refine metal without throwing it into the fire? Right? And, and beating it with a hammer.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I have to get
0: your mind around this construct too, that that whole
1: that whole captivity freedom angle to free yourself from your from self-imposed captivity sometimes an addiction or sin or whatever you're going through whatever you're doing sometimes more often than not you're doing it to yourself so to free yourself from that it gets to some levels that are pretty deep you know so whether we talk about like valorous type levels of whether you know or, or maybe that might be more so like a level of ambivalence where you love something and you hate it it's killing you but you love it or you can't stop doing it or whatever the case is you know so sometimes I think those self-imposed captivity things almost at least for me personally have been the hardest ones because you're the only one doing it to yourself you know, it's hard. which is interesting because you've skipped out it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in mortals Last I knew, I'm a mortal. <laughs> it's better take refuge in the Lord than put confidence even in myself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's <laughs> anybody else. Any, any anything jump out at you? You know,
0: you know. I think my my walk with God. I always have to remember that I have a cushion, and that's a cushion in God. You know what I mean. Um, I, yeah, you know, I hear say captive, but I think more of its reality. You know. Um, you know, I know that I know today that uh, that whatever I'm feeling.
1: And wouldn't you agree, I mean, if we were to look at the beginning of Psalm 118 as well as the ending, you know, it's it's a processional hymn about Thanksgiving, all right? We ought to be thankful that God's love is steadfast forever. The challenge is, we can say that verbally and even believe it intellectually, but in the day-to-day realities of our life, do we actually practice that level of trust in that truth? Right. And I know today that he loved me.
0: You know, I, I I I've definitely since I've been here met a great support support network that when I do leave that I know that I can come back to and I know that these fellows love me and, and they will, you know, they might spank me, then they'll love me, then they might spank me, then they'll love me, you know, so to speak, you know. And I think that's good because, you know, sometimes, you know, us venturing out, you um, know, we, you know, our human kind of wants to take over a little bit, you know, kind of like, you know, you know, well, I can handle this, you know, that's I can, just so I, can I can, you know, I, I can got do this. this, yeah, yeah, you know, and, this. This. Yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, it's not all about that, man, and that's why I say, you know, I want to, You know, I was talking with Tim yesterday and I said, you know, you know, pastor talks about guys leave too soon before they get their blessings. And, you know, maybe, maybe that blessing is getting to know the Word, getting to see the brotherhood, getting to feel the love that we have, you know, getting to know that know that God's right there on the side of that door, all you gotta do is open it. You know. God's right here. All you gotta do is ask and receive. You know. Um, you know but it's a blessing. It really is. It's a blessing to know that to know that I have I have an outreach, outcry, out whatever. That when i am feeling up and down when i'm in this slump hey you know i know that i can say hey god you know, your mother you know i can say hey god you know what i mean i love you i'm thankful you know what i mean
1: which is kind of what this hymn is about prayerfully right uh being grateful for god's love but if we're if we're going to be honest it, it sometimes that that escapes us uh when we are most stressful and I, and I say that as truthful as it is I don't say that in a disparaging way that makes us less than because I think we have to keep our eyes you know here we are in a season of Lent on Jesus in the garden right he has that moment, moment of anguish right I, you know Luke will talk about him praying so much he, right, he's sweating blood you know ah. Uh, it's hard for any of us. To imagine you're on death row, and you know this, this tomorrow morning's the day they execute you. All right? You know it's coming. Uh, there's going to be a part of you that hasn't come to full grips with that reality. All right? And so I think that there's a little anguish in Jesus, a little anxiety the night before. We shouldn't be too harsh on ourselves that sometimes, you know, we have those moments too. I think what we learn from the prayer in the garden of Jesus is that he sees beyond his stress and his anguish to where he can get to the point not my will, but your will. All right? That, okay, maybe the stresses I'm going through are not comfortable right now. Hey, I still know you're with me. And so I'm not really asking for liberation from my stress as much as I'm grateful that you're with me in the midst of the storm. And that forever, and why are you you with me in the midst of the storm? Because you love me. Your steadfast love, love endures forever. Praise be to God. So wherever I am in whatever storm, it's not about calming the storm right? as much as uh, trusting that in the midst of the storm. I'm not alone. Right? And I think the tendency is we, 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 we try to realize that in the storms, but when the waters are pretty calm, right, we're the ones that like to navigate the rudder. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, it's, it's just not in the storm. God's also got his hands on the rudder when the waters are calm too. Because the steadfast love that endures forever is just that at all times. Whatever we're going through. Any other thoughts? Closing thoughts? Anybody? You got a last word? And listening on as he's shaking his head in the negative. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on this week's edition of Word Made Flesh. May God's grace, peace, love, and joy be with you always.
0: Thank you for listening to Word Made Flesh. Neighbors of Hope brings people hope through a comprehensive suite of Christ-centered programs that include the men's ministry, Blessings and More Resale store, our third-day farm project, Fishes and Loaves food pantry, and of course our radio ministry, Word Made Flesh. We're also in the process of establishing a women's and children's transitional housing program Find out how you can become a neighbor of hope at neighborsofhope.com. And please join us again next Sunday morning for Word Made Flesh.